Hello, hello. Welcome to a super fun episode of 20 and Trying. I'll let Peyton <laughs> introduce it. This week we are doing Drunk with 20 and Trying. We're going to answer some questions that some of the listeners have sent in, some that we have come up with ourselves. And we're, yeah, just going to answer some questions while we've been drinking. So I'm excited to hear what comes out. What is it? Drunk talk speaks sober mind or something? Never heard that before. Never heard that. So they say when you're super, like when you're drunk, like you're saying everything that you wouldn't say like sober, but that you truly feel. 100%. And there's no form to this. Peyton and I will drink when we answer something. We'll drink when we don't want to answer something. Really, it's just an excuse to answer embarrassing questions and get drunk on a Tuesday. Absolutely. I'm going to start with a shot of Casamigos. Can I, <laughs> I'm going to start with the, with an ad for Casamigos, the best tequila in the world. Go for it. I have, I have my tequila in my drink right here. Nice. What is that mixed with? It's pomegranate juice. The color. But I Ooh. had a really, um, interesting Friday. I had this writing assignment and it just went to shit. I'm, we're not really, I don't know if we're doing highs and lows this week, but it was, this was definitely going to be my low. Oh oh, yeah. Go for it. I just felt so, again, it like roots back to this con like weird desire to be perfect, which I know is not attainable, but it just, everything that could go wrong did go wrong and it sucked. And I made a margarita and I have no, almost no tequila. I have like half of a bottle left and that's it. And the only thing left is vodka that has been in our cupboard for probably 15 years. I think we may, I have some, like a little thing of champagne. Maybe I'll bust that up too. Who knows? But there's not alcohol in the house right now. We're mixing tonight. Yeah. I don't Um, think my dad wants me touching his blue label. So that's not how. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, I feel like the easy choice would be probably the vodka. The vodka is so, ooh, mm-hmm. that's a rough one. But champagne's always yeah, good. It's little. Yeah, tequila is good for now. Perfect. Exactly. I'm going to start with a shot to this out of a very aptly named shot glass that my dear friends gave me. It says, drink till he's cute. I love it. Dear Lord. We know that's accurate. How many times have I done that? Cheers, <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Mm. Ooh, Ugh. shots never get get easier. Yikes! Ooh. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are set. You've got like a whole mixing cart. Oh yeah, I got a whole little thing set up here. Ooh, my gosh, that's sitting with me. Oh. Okay, let's get let's get to the first okay. question, which is first time drinking story. Do you want to take it or do you want me to? Can you admit to underage drinking? I mean, I feel like that's so. It's true. I feel like it's bad, but I'm I'm yeah. going to. I feel like I feel like. In college, anyway, like everybody's underage drinking at that point. Oh, we're going with college. I was thinking a little before that. Oh no, I meant I meant younger. But I mean, if you're in college, I feel like everybody has done yeah. it. Yeah, you want? I, I can go, go first. first. I think I was in eighth grade, thirteen. Okay. I feel better than yeah. And I went to a friend's like party, getty at her house. Coincidentally, she lived in the same place as my dad my dad's place. And so we were there and they had like those little like nip bottles, like, you know, like that you have in on the airplane or like those little, Mm -hmm. you know, and they were like, Oh, take a shot, take a shot of it. And they put in a little shot glass. And like, I took one and I was like, I took like two, I think. And I was like, Oh my God, I don't feel anything. Blah, blah, blah. So we got to like play 
I think it was like manhunt or something in the street. And I run into my dad. Oh my God. But I tell you, I wanted to die. And I'm like all hopped up, even though like I said, I didn't feel anything. He was like, you were so hyper. Like I was on when I'm like, hi. And I think I was also like very anxious. Cause obviously I just had my first like experience drinking and then I run into my dad and yeah that was my first drinking story oh my god Mm -hmm. okay so at least like mine I was with my whole family like I think I was okay I was 14 I was at a family event and like one side of my family is very wild I'm very mellow compared to all of them and I'm also the oldest so I think it was kind of like maybe fun and I remember Mm -hmm. just drinking so much wine and the next day I was so hungover and like, I can't Oof. even drink wine anymore. I'm so allergic. My throat swells up when I drink it, but I just, and I love wine as well. So it's really rough, but I probably had like four glasses of wine at 14 years old. It oh yeah. A, I mean, that'll hit you. It was a bad hangover the next day. And I just like, I remember it so vividly, like my brain felt so swollen and we have like, all these photos. On? I was just like, oh, I could tell. I was having a rough day. You were like, I was going through it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you, sister. Um, what what wine was it? Darker or oh, it was red like, wine. Oh yeah. Oh, four glasses of those, and I feel like now I would be like done. I know. Let alone at Freshman that age. Charlotte knew how to have fun. I don't know what happened to her. Damn girl, you had fun at my party, sis. You're like, did have fun at? I did getting a little dizzy. I was like, Oh no, please. Oh my God. Don't also go down. I knew I was like, okay, it's time. I, I, like, oh. I need to sleep. And there was my ass at like three in the morning, drinking out of a champagne bottle. I don't even know how you were remarkably okay the next day. Oh no, I was fine. Well, cause I didn't drink during the day really. Like I was so busy kind of just doing the games and whatever we were doing that. Like I really didn't start drinking until like dusk where everybody else had been. It's still from essentially six <laughs> o'clock to three in the morning. That's yeah. nine hours That's of a alcohol. Long time. That's Not a long to mention time. the night before. Oh yeah, the night before too. Mm-hmm. I can hold my liquor. Strong like that. All right. You want to take the next one? Who's the most fun to get drunk with you? Well, yeah, 100% you. 100%. Oh my goodness. Out of all of like my sorority sisters, of course I love them and I, but I, when looking back, like the people who I've had the most fun drinking with, and obviously you're fun without the alcohol, <laughs> but you push me out of my comfort zone. I always have a good time as well when I'm with you versus I think I have more store, more negative stories associated with, with- liquor and other people. So you, okay. 100%. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. I always try to, I always strive to be a good time. You are. God, I'm trying to think. It's hard to pinpoint. Do I have an answer to that one? I don't know. I don't think I can pinpoint it. I, I, when I'm with a group of friends, I feel like I always have a good time once. Okay. I will say one specific person, my friend, Jamie, we always have a good time when, when we're out together, even when we're not out, we will like have wine nights at my house or at her house. And like, we just go bananas. Like we listen to like old Disney channel music and like act out the scenes in the dancing it's intense. So that's, that's somebody that I feel like I always have a fun time with that I can pinpoint, but usually I I have fun with all my friends. Did you see that TikTok account that is actually recreating like high school musical dance numbers? No. Oh Oh my my God. God. It is so fucking funny. 
Oh, and like they mimic the outfits. I've only seen two of them and it was, it's hard to believe that I couldn't see it. What's that one Uh from High School Musical? Yeah. And I think the first one that Troy and Gabriella sing, well, it's been a minute, but like, that's the best when you can just do absolute like nothing and enjoy yourself. Oh, for sure. Have you ever seen the one guy who like recreates all the cringy, like Disney channel, like moments, like from movies, he'll be like, they'll do the, I don't know. There was one that I saw. I don't know if you ever saw the another Cinderella story, the one with Selena Gomez. You remember seeing it and Drew Seeley, right? Yeah, I vaguely remember it. But my friend sent me a TikTok and this dude, like they'll take a scene and then the guy does it. And it's freaking hysterical. He's like doing like the dance motions that like Selena Gomez did. And like they'll add in. They're like, wow, that's so fire. Like in the back. And I was just dying. Like, I'll have to share it with you. I love TikTok. I love when they can just be goofy and like in a funny goofy or silly goofy mood or whatever and just go for it I love TikTok it's a friggin rabbit hole all right what is oh yeah your best drunk memory that's hard you're gonna have to start so I can have some time to think about this okay my sophomore freshman when was it I think it was my sophomore year no Mm -hmm. it couldn't have been my sophomore year it was my freshman year okay I got it Mm -hmm. finally my big and I went to ZB Tahiti and we got there so freaking late, but, and we like, we knew we were going to be late. And like, by the time we got there, like cops had already like sent everyone home. So we were just drinking in the car. And then we somehow made it to like the McDonald's on Plaza. Okay. And I remember running into someone who was in my sorority and then like a bunch of other people from the frat. And I was never really one to go out. And it is always so much fun when people are like, oh my God, Charlotte, you're out. You're actually having fun. And I yeah. just sat in McDonald's, drunk with them and my big, having a great time eating chemical ridden French fries mm-hmm. and got back at like six in the morning. It was great. Ah, that sounds fun. It was fun. It sounds like something you can just chill, fun, like you're drunk, probably having like the best laughs Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. Just like one of those nights that you literally stay up so late and you're like, oh my God, but it was so much fun. And then also when we went out as like our capstone to celebrate finally turning in our portfolios and we all got pretty trashed. That was a good time as well. That was a good time. Which time was that? We went out a lot. I know. We really did. Was that the first time we went out? Like when a majority of us all was that when we ended up up at Bar Louie? Yes. We had gone to Lexi's and then had gone to Bar Louie. Mm -hmm. That was a fun night. Mm -hmm. That was a really fun night. There was a lot of alcohol involved at the end of our semester. Oh, I know. I have a lot of really drunk memories (laughs) that I had one. Okay. So there's one from my time abroad. You probably heard this story when Danielle was in town. She loves to tell this one. So this is a pretty iconic one. So what happened was we were in Malta. It was me, uh, my friend Danielle and our friend Cody that we traveled with. And so we were in Malta. Yeah, it was, we stayed at this beautiful Hilton after like having this really shitty hotel. Cody had worked for Hilton. So he ended up like securing us this room and like, it was beautiful. Okay. But you had to take like public like transport to the other side of the island to go to this blue grotto or blue cove or whatever it was it was absolutely gorgeous but the bus schedules were kind of off and they're like okay well it's gonna leave at this time we were like all right we lit okay so we go out we see these beautiful caves and blah blah blah. we did not eat because it took us so long to get there throughout the day so we're there we get off our little boat ride and 
you know, we're feeling it like we're just having fun and we're like, you know what, let's have a glass of wine. There's this little restaurant that's overlooking this, like have a glass of wine. We'll head back by the hotel. Was there food at the restaurant? Oh yeah, there were, there was food. (laughs) We'll get to the food. (laughs) So we're like, we're going to stop, have a glass of wine, whatever. So we go and we have a glass of wine. And because we had not eaten anything, when we stood up after that one glass of wine, it was done. We ended up, I think, going through about like three or four bottles of wine that night. We were absolutely, I have never been more trashed in my life than that day. We end up making friends with the waiter. We get food along the way, but like, you know, when you're so drunk, you're like, can't even, I don't even remember ordering my food. Like we end up having an issue with the Parmesan bottle. Like, you know how they give you that at like restaurants, Mm -hmm. like Italian ones. It like goes all over. And then like Cody's throwing cheese on me. And like, there's people around and we're just like a mess, a mess. So much fun until... And this is where the memory sits in. We literally have to run up a hill to get to this bus, right? That we think is coming. The bus schedule was off. We had no way to get back home. None whatsoever. So we're like, our phones are almost dead. Like, we're like, do we have to walk back down and talk to our waiter and have him drive us? Like, what, how are we going to get to the other side of the island? Like, there's no way. So we called and we had a car come pick us up. And then, you know, we got back to the room and we were still drinking and like running around the hotel. And it was just one of those, like, it was like a scene out of a movie. And that's why it's like so deep in my brain that I'll remember it like forever. It was a lot of fun, even though it was stressful. It was like a movie. Like, yeah. My God, Peyton, it is a miracle. You didn't get banned from Malta. Oh, I know. Or that hotel, because we literally, like, me and Cody went up to, like, the top of the hotel. Like, we were climbing. It was, it was insane. It was literally insanity. Oh, it my was so God. Much fun. So much fun. Yeah, that's um a lot more adventurous than my most drunk memory. But I love, I've had a lot of those nights, too, where you just kind of, like, time gets away from you, and you're, like, laughing and having a blast. And Well, I think, like, this ties into our next question. What is an experience you want to have, but you haven't experienced yet? Mm -hmm. I don't travel a lot with friends and that is something I don't want to say I regret. I just like haven't done it. I make excuses a lot, but I officially booked a ticket. I am going to Boston with two of my friends. I finally convinced someone to go to Salem. So it's fucking happening. And I'm really, really, really excited. I'm still going to try to convince you to go to New York that same weekend though. So I want to go, let's go. So, you know, I want to be able to travel and have these memories with my friends. No, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. So what is an experience you want to have that you haven't experienced yet? I could say yours, but I mean, I have traveled with friends. I would like to continue doing it more. Um, But something that I've never, I'm trying to think of something I've never really experienced. I don't know. There's so much in my future that I want to experience that I haven't yet. I really, really want to move and be in my own apartment. That's something that I really cannot wait to experience. I want to set up a place and, you know, make it my own. I want to definitely have that experience of being fully on my own because I mean, I've been living with people forever and like, I can't wait to have that time to myself. So I haven't experienced that yet and I really want to, and I hopefully will be in the future. I understand that as we both Mm -hmm. record from our parents' houses. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Okay. Where are we? Okay. Oh, okay. The cringy. <laughs> what's the cringiest flirt movie you've ever done or one? 
that someone did to you. I think we know mine. I think a lot of people will know mine. I don't know. Go. Do I know it? <laughs> the do. The line that the person said to me. Yes, I do remember that. Is that even like a move? That's not even a move. No. I'm not even going to say it. Mm-mm. I'm not even going to say it. Mm-mm. That's inside jokes, y'all. Sorry. What's the cringiest flirt move you've ever done, though? That I've ever done? Mm-hmm. I swear I can do the eyes. I feel like sometimes it doesn't come off the way that I intend. Is people like tell me eyes? I do. No, like people tell me like I do the eyes well, but I feel like not in every execution. I feel like there's definitely some drunk like, I mean, I'm someone I don't really like have flirt moves. I feel like if I'm drunk enough, like I'll just go up to you and be like, hey, I think you're cute. Yeah. I told a guy in England the first night I was there that he was fit because that's like the British term. I was like, you're fucking fit. <laughs> and that, that's pretty cringe. I'm cringe because I'm not cringe, yeah. because I'm not British and I'm like, man, you're fit. And I got his number. He appreciated it, I guess. Because you were the one that had the accent there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably the cringiest. Other than the eyes, I think sometimes. See, I wasn't even drunk when like, I don't flirt. I can't. I'm just way too dry for that. I would love to see you flirt with somebody. Okay. I've well. never seen you flirt with anyone. You really have. <laughs> I've never seen you flirt with anybody. No, I'm just so picky. But there so was... Okay, in college, there was this guy who I just like really liked. And I was talking to him, but I was like, I want to spend more time with him. And math is not my strongest subject. I'm not an idiot, but it's not my strongest subject. And this person happened to be really good at math. And I was like, straight out of Mean Girls. Honestly, 2000s movies really messed up my like brainwaves. Uh And I was like, I really need help with math. I mean, I to this day... (laughs) I like I never fully grasp percentages and that's what it was yeah and you know part of it was like I do need help but I also didn't need that much help that's not that bad I thought you were gonna do something like worse than that when you said the math thing I was like oh where are we going with this I was like I just really need help like can you prepare me like for this test and he did so that's that yeah right has someone done something that's super cringe to me? Uh, God, when haven't they? <laughs> I could go on and on. Honestly, men I are think, just cringe. Yes. Any man that's listening, I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean you personally, but I mean, you, y'all really need to step it up with the game because some of y'all just be staring and then you'd be looking away and then you stare back. Like, what, what do you expect? What's going to come out of that? I don't know. And it's like, I there was this group on Facebook and someone posted a question like, what is something that someone does that just gives you the ick? And it's like, things can be going great and then they do something and you're just like, I'm done. And I think so many things give me the ick. I mean, I definitely have commitment issues. Men just give me the ick now. Just, you're just, no. I feel like if you touch me, on the small of my back when we're walking by in the club like don't oh no don't like don't do do that that. and then be like (laughs) like no get the fuck away from me Mm -mm. that's how I feel or if you come up and you're like man you gorgeous or they say like some lame ass pickup line I'm like bro seriously I mean bless them because they have a lot of confidence or like that's just like a lot to go up and talk to somebody but I don't know it's never really been hard for me is it confidence or is it just lack of self-awareness I think it's lack of self-awareness. I think they think they cute, but they're not. No. There's ones with too much confidence and then there's ones with not enough. And I just feel like I've had some really, I can't pinpoint it right now because I've had a long list of very cringy experiences, but like. 
Honestly, I think that Peyton, do you know what your love language is? Yes. I wrote it on that thing on my birthday and now I don't remember. You're right, you did. I think it's quality time or physical touch, one of those. It's the same for me. I love spending time with people and that's great, but I also think physical touch, I can tell if there's like a future with them because if someone is even in my presence and I feel put off, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. So there needs to be like physical touch in order for me to actually want to spend quality time with them. No, I, I agree. I agree. You just need to tick the boxes. And I feel like a lot just don't. But that's hard when you're meeting people at the club. Like you're not, you're not meeting your husband at the club. We have to eventually, No, we're going to get to the point. We're not there yet. We're still young. We're going to get to the point where, not, where we're not. But we can't even meet people in person now because it's like, there's a freaking pandemic going on in the world. I know. Ugh, honestly. And I'm off the apps. Mm-hmm. Same. I can't do the apps. Or it'll just be, it's so surface level. It's so surface level. That's what we talked about with Mac. How it's like, even though there's, yeah qualities about yourself that you can put on an app you're still looking at someone's photo like let's be real oh yeah absolutely that's what it boils down to (laughs) what's the most embarrassing hookup story embarrassing I might just have to drink this (laughs) I don't want to answer this do I (laughs) oh yeah I got some good ones but (laughs) cheers babe Mm -hmm. cheers Maybe we'll circle back. circle back. Craziest a place you've ever hooked up. A what is that lifeguard stand? At Shut the beach. Up. <laughs> they that watch out here. Really fucking hurt. Yeah, it was not pleasant. Oh my god! Like you're mm-hmm. getting sand and splinters. I hate sand. I hate, I hate sand. sand. <laughs> I hate sand. No need to further discuss. It was a Baywatch moment. That's mm. it. Okay. What about you? A car, and we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same. I mean, I, that's what I would have said before that experience. A car. Okay. Have you ever been rejected by someone? Tell the story. I this. still have. Yes. Oh my God. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. I also think I have such deep seated issues. I want to say from like middle school, my mom is still like, Charlotte, you still are stuck in like this weird middle school mentality that I still see myself as I was when I was 12 years old. And yes. And I don't think I like go after what I want just out of fear of like getting rejected. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like middle school as a whole really did that to a lot of people's self-esteem. I feel like that is the toughest years you're going to go through. And even myself, I think I was way more out there and like, I had a lot more confidence before that. And it took me a long time. Now I'm still confident, but like, there are things that I still hold on to from, from middle school. So I feel you there. I mean, I think it takes a long time to build that confidence back after having it so diminished in a way that it is at that age. It's so heartbreaking. Honestly, like middle school is rough. If you didn't have a middle rough middle school, like Fuck middle school. Honestly, I would take high school any day over middle school. Hundred percent. Middle school is ass. Like, and they and movies are always like high school. No, bitch. Middle school is the jungle. It's cutthroat out there. Mm -mm. I just it was horrible. So I just don't think I. So you're saying you got it? You got rejected in middle school? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And that has stayed with you. Yes, absolutely. Twelve years later, and I'm still being haunted by rejection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I feel you. I mean, I've been rejected plenty of times. I think, I don't think I can really pinpoint like a specific one. No, like I've definitely been rejected is what it is. I think I've also gotten to the point where I'm like, I've been through this enough times now yeah, that I'm very much just like, all right. Well, you're a freaking catch Peyton. So. Oh, thank you. you. Know, I appreciate that. Well, you tell somebody that because ain't nobody been snatching it up yet, but I feel like the more you learn what you like and what to expect out of people. Like I still get rejected in different ways. I think I mostly get disappointed in people mm-hmm. and that really, you know, doubles out. I think when you realize what you deserve and then you're like, you see how people are treating you, then you're like, that's a form of rejection. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, they're right. not going to fully reject you. You're just, you know, that you're getting rejected because you're not getting the energy that you deserve. Yeah. And that's really hard to grapple with. We don't want to, damn, I went there. Damn. I went there. Holy shit. Okay. Confess one lie you have told your significant other (laughs) or one lie, I guess maybe, I don't know if I ever told. Okay. So there's a lie. I can't, I can't confess it. Okay. I'll (laughs) I'll take that shit to my grave. (laughs) I'll confess like my mini lies. And I've written about it. So like it's out there for the public to know. I said it in this episode, I 100% have commitment issues and probably intimacy issues. I am probably so fearful of getting hurt. I don't want to commit to someone. Girl, me too. And I get that. I also think my friend is convinced it's like the my Venus and Aquarius and my son and Sag. So even though I'm not like a super rambunctious and adventurous person, it's like not wanting to stay tied down. Anyway, I used going to school as an excuse to get out of a lot of things. Like Mm -hmm. if I didn't see a future with someone who clearly did see that future, I was like, I'm going back to school. I'm sorry. I don't want to get into a serious relationship now. Mm -hmm. I am not proud of it and I am working Mm -hmm. on being more honest about my feelings and I think it's also just like not wanting to hurt someone yeah I cannot confess mine okay so I'm just the only one that's gonna sound like a bitch it's fine there is but mine's like nowhere on like mine's bad (laughs) like I wouldn't no I'm trying to think of a lie that I could confess to something Mm -hmm. I don't know what have I lied about? I've Okay. If anybody knows me and I've tried to get out of plans by saying I don't feel good or I have to go to my dad's, it's because I don't want to come. <laughs> I think most people know that from me by now. But like, if you hear me be like, oh, I don't feel good. Or like, oh, I got to go see my dad. No. Lie. Bitch, I'm home. <laughs> I'm watching Netflix. Like There was a meme I saw and it was like me canceling plans 30 minutes before the event, knowing full well I was going to cancel when I made plans a week oh, ago. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, like I am the queen of doing that. Like I will stay home. I still have to hype myself up knowing like I made plans. I'm like, I have to hype myself up. Like, okay, I'm going to just, I, I got to do it. I, I have no, to do it. it. I, I don't want to do it, but I'm, I'm going to do it. I've always been like that. It's so weird. Like I love going out and I love being a social person, but then there's parts of me where I'm just like, ah, getting ready or like, there's something that I'm just like, I don't want to do it. And so I just don't. And I lie about it. Unfortunately, it's a lot. That's a lot of lies. That's years of lies. I'm confessing to right now. I feel like if you know me well, you know, it's the truth, but it's been my MO for a long time. We all. (laughs) That's if anybody even listens to this that I, Oh my God. I know. I I doubt that they will. 
I doubt that they will. I am honestly like so worried people who do listen. And I don't think they will, but are going to be like, she talking about me? Mm, if you're listening, it's probably not you. I feel like I didn't talk that much about my exploits. It's but good. they'd be like, I, I have one last question are... that was sent in. Oh, no. Have you ever had a crush on your boss or coworker? No. I've had a coworker try to get at me when I was 19 and he was a grown ass man. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. The boss's brother. So tell me how uncomfortable that That's is. So bad. And at 19, I had to reject him. Oh, yeah. cringe. I was no. like, sir, no. Have you ever been in a friends with benefits situation? Yep. Yep. Have you ever been stood up on a date? No, I have never been. And that is so, what a horrible situation. I feel like that's one of my fears. And oh, you know what? I ha- no, I haven't been stood up, but I am pretty convinced that like I was a victim of one of those like emergency call situations. You were? I think so. Maybe like going back to the rejected, I think I was on a date with this guy and it wasn't like just like 20 minutes in though. It was about like three hours in and he was like, oh my God, I got this phone call. I got to go. And then he messaged me the day after and then ghosted me. So I do think I was the victim of one of those things. Wow. To this day, I still don't know. Oh my God. That's intense. I've never had that. I've done that. I have to. But like, not to like a guy. I've done it to like random people that I met out and like needed to get away from. Of course. Okay. This is one thing. This is one thing that I wanted to ask at my party. And I want to know what people's honest answers are. So if the audience, if I want to ask them, like, who is one person you pretend to like, but don't? Like, do you have a person that you pretend to like that you don't? Absolutely, yeah. I think there's somebody I can't say because that wouldn't be nice. But like, there's r- very rare that like a person, I don't, I just don't pretend. I think you'll pretty much know if I don't like you. I think that there's part of being cordial. You don't have to be friends with everyone. And I right. don't understand why we live in this world where it's like, oh my God, but like, they don't like me. It's like, who cares? I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Right. And not everyone's my cup of tea. Should you be a straight up bitch to them? No. No, you still I need to be a human. Cor- yeah, I agree. I agree. But you don't, you don't need to be best friends with everyone. I agree. I totally agree. What is your biggest turn on and turn off? Peyton, can you answer that first? <laughs> biggest turn on biggest turn off those are some really hard questions right there there's a lot of things that turn me off there's a lot of Mm -hmm. things that give me the ick as we've discussed I just think when you're a person that's not of your word I think that that really Mm. bothers me I hate when people shit talk they feel something and then they just don't oh mm. you know what I mean or like you'll say you'll you'll do something and then you back out of your word I think if you are not a man of your word you're nothing that's a really deep one, but like, it's true. I feel like yeah. if you're like a dishonest, not that even that you mean to be dishonest, I think that you just have a natural lack of standing up to your word or that that means nothing to you. Not a good person. Your biggest turn on would be, I don't even know what really, somebody who's really compassionate. I think a guy who is really in touch with his feelings. In mm, theory. Yeah. And who can do those little things and like really be not afraid to show his feelings mm-hmm. is is very nice to see in theory I think that's great but then if I had some like grown-ass man sobbing into my lap I no I don't mean like, like crying. 
I don't mean like crying every two seconds. I mean, somebody who's like, I don't know, you kind of have to experience to know what I mean. Like compassionate in the aspect, like touchy feely, but in the right way. Yeah. You know, we'll do little things, but in the right way that will show their, like not afraid to express their feelings, but not to the point where they're like crying and being a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think just on physical characteristics, height is a turn on for me. Mm-hmm. I just think because there's me just, too. I'm working with a limited pool right here. Like you need to be tall to get my attention. Right. But quality wise, I think someone who's smart. And I also think I need someone who like brings me out of my shell a little bit. Right. Turn off if you like cats. You gotta go. <laughs> also, Are they that? Is that it's such a deal breaker? I just don't like cats. I was in this like workshop this weekend, and they were making all of these cat references, and I was like, with my two dogs in the background, I was like, what are we doing here? What kind like, of references? That's oh my weird. god! It was like a writing workshop. And it was like, all writers are obsessed with cats. And I was like, maybe like, this is why I can't get any writing jobs because I'm a dog person. I think anybody who's too obsessed with anything is weird. True. Like, can't you just be like a little into something? Like fucking relax. That's my new thing. Just relax. But I mean, you know, jokes aside, I think like a pompous attitude. Oh yeah. You know, like a bro. If someone is just a bro, I can't. No, that's also a really good one. That's a really good one. Cause I cannot fuck with no bro. No, I'm just like, like, what up, bro? I'm like, get, get away. Oh, (laughs) get away. Anyone who's a Chad, I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) my early days of college, you know, I went after some chads. I'm embarrassed to admit that, but no, it was, it was quickly over. There was like one guy who was actually, his name was Chad. Oh no. If your parents hated your significant other, would you dump them? That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. I feel like I'm so close with my parents. I would kind of, I would trust their instinct. Like if they didn't like them, there'd be a reason. I think it would also depend on like the reasoning. Right. Level. Right. Right. I agree. What would you do if you found out your boyfriend liked someone else? what would I do? I would end mm-hmm. it. Same. I mean, like you have to, like, I'd be like, wait. what? You know, I wouldn't freak out. I would just be like, Hey, like, you know, people, it would suck. It would suck. Yeah. But mm-mm. would you choose a wild, hot relationship or a stable, calm relationship to get married? Probably a stable, calm, but just for fun. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I know. Like... I think to get married, obviously you want a stable, calm relationship. But like when yeah. you're young and you don't give a fuck, you would just go crazy. You have to. I think everybody should have a really like passionate love affair once in their lives. I don't mean a fair affair. I mean, like just escapade. That would be something. Have you ever had a crush on your teacher, professor, professor or TA? I have. Oh my God. Yes. On a professor that I had freshman year. He was my writing teacher. So not my type, but man, did he just like mm, do it for me? I used to get so nervous. I got so dressed up to go to office hours once. I'm embarrassed. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I had to get all cute. Homeboy was probably not even straight. <laughs> he was cute though. Yes, I've had a crush on a teacher, but I was in a high school and he was like a sub or something. So Ooh. yeah, 
but I don't think I've had like a crush on a TA or a professor. Also, all of the male teachers I've had were older. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I don't think I had a lot of TAs either. I never really took like large lecture halls. I had a few TAs. My TAs were always women, always girls and sororities, always. Yeah, no, I never had that. If you could have majored in anything else in school, what would it be? Like with someone else's brain? No, with your brain. Like if you didn't pick journalism, what would have been your second? You know what? Forensic anthropology. That's a very specific one. You have thought about this. My God. You know what? Forensic anthropology. Like where does that, what what do you want to do with forensic anthropology? Maybe work for a museum or something. Cool. That's a really cool type of job. I don't you think can I major in like do a whole bones thing, solving crimes for the FBI too gruesome. Not my, so you not would my like work thing. with like stuff in a museum and like bones and yeah, that's cool. Why didn't you do that? Because you have to take like anatomy and physiology and you could have taken like that. All of that. I don't think I could You're smart. have. Absolutely. You could have. It's such a specific thing. It's, Mm -hmm. you have to also have like an anthropology degree. Also, can we just talk about how whack the anthropology department is at UCF? They guard it like a fucking fortress. Do they really? I've literally never, never had any sort of nothing with that. It's in, it's like the older building that's right across from Millican Hall. Um, Oh, okay. mm -hmm. Okay. And it's kind of like where they throw everyone um, like, are they like worried something's going to be stolen you or something? need to have an appointment oh. to go see if the professor is in their office oh I'm just very like, intense and if you're going in someone has to walk with you and then they have to call and see if you're allowed yeah like relax so oh. forensic anthropology that's cool Charlotte I did not know that what about you I mean, I flirted with a lot. Like, I think when, you know, I was trying to pick my major or my minor, I flirted with a lot of like things I could have done. And whenever I like looked for different courses, but probably film, if not film, acting or drama. Yeah. (laughs) If I could have proved that I could have made some money out of it. Hell yeah. yeah. The thing now is I'm like, I am very much. And if you're listening still to this long ass, whatever this is going to turn into, if you would watch me review movies, you let me know because I think I'm going to start that YouTube channel. I think you should. You're too good at editing. And I like have been moments to not. I've been very much. There's a lot of film festivals going on right now. There was like Venice and Telluride and now TIFF in Toronto. And I've been like really into Twitter and watching. I have a few like reviewers that I watch. And I'm like, they get invited to this stuff based off the fact that they just like talk about it on YouTube. I'm like, I could do that. You should. And yeah, I really like movies. And I feel like I, I really could. I feel like I might do that. I did. I, I did a trial video last night. You did? You did another one? Yeah. Well, I did that one. I told you like reviewing the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But like, no, I did one like reviewing movies. Okay. I'm screaming. I mean, it's not going to be bad. It's not bad. I just like, didn't have like the full, like I had my thoughts together, but like not like it wasn't on a level. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see how I would be with the camera. I feel like I could do it. I think you could If do you it think thing. I can do it, let me know. How <laughs> do it? Let me know. Should we do like a poll or something? I don't know, but I feel like it'd be fun. And if I can go to like some film festivals out of it. Thanks. You know what? Yeah. Ride that wave. I would love my life. 
I would love your life for you. Mm -hmm. That last question just came out of my brain. It wasn't even written down. I just wanted to know. It's the alcohol talking. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of 20 and Trying. As we're recording this outro, we are fully sober. And honestly, I don't remember every single thing that I said within this recording, but if you did like it, let us know. We uh, talked about a bunch of stuff and we would love to do another episode like this, but with more questions and all that. So if you would like to hear it, part two of this, please let us know. And in Peyton's defense, it wasn't because she was drunk. It's just because it took me a long time to edit it. So that's mostly on me. But this was a fun episode to record. It was a really fun episode to edit. So if you enjoyed it, please let us know. And as always, you can keep up with everything 20 and trying on our Instagram. Follow our Facebook page and even check out our website. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week.